Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another fantastic Monday here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Johnny Samp here for the sports page on a kind of a sleepy Monday, and I'm joined along with none other than Chandler Brindley. Yes. Yes, indeed. As we do have Chandler inside the studio and ready on air, as he's always ready for another Monday, and it should be another fun one. We don't have a lot of Titans to talk about, but we do have some a news uh, story that just came out. Yeah, how about you mention that right yep, off the, right right off, off the right bat? Right when we got into the studio, we saw that Pat, Pat Cerrone, the football coach for the Titans, has announced his retirement after 15 years of of football and, you know, just some good stuff there for him as he's going to take a step away and allow the Titans to continue on maybe under a different command. Yeah, it kind of leaves the WIAC little bare bones, you know, coming up next fall. You got Cerrone leaving, and and I know I had shared with you on Facebook that uh, uh, Platteville? Coach Emmendorfer down at UW-Platteville yeah. is leaving. So, yeah. So, definitely some different news that we weren't expecting. But, once again, we want to give a big congratulations to Pat Cerrone on his success with the Titans uh, throughout the years and just continuing – on in life and moving on, taking a step away from football. Yeah, it's probably, you know, 15 years as the head coach here for the Titans is a long time. Um, That's no easy job to no, fill. No, I was going to say. There's you know, a lot of expectation. All the stuff you have to do as a head coach in Division Three football, I, I couldn't imagine. It would be just, it would be way, way more than coaching at the high school level. So, I mean, I, yeah, whoever fills the shoes, if it's in staff or they go out and hire, you know, a new staff, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be some some pretty big shoes to fill in a tough conference football wise. I think you would be the best man for the job, Brindley. I yeah, think I could... told you. I, I told you before we started. I said the first thing we do, we'd go under center. Yep, and then we'd have a heavy run offense probably. Well, we'd we'd incorporate the fullback and some pulling linemen. Yeah, we run in a wishbone. Nah, I'm more of a wing T guy, okay. but uh, we wouldn't run the wing T, not at the Division Three level, although I might sprinkle in some some wing T blocking scheme most definitely, you know, pulling guards and down blocks, and I'm a firm believer in, in running the power out. Getting those and, guards moving yeah, a little getting bit. getting those guards out in space, Yeah, whether it's a toss, a power, or a sweep, yeah. If you can't tell, he's a big Badger fan. <laughs> um, but we'll get to them in a few moments. But I just want to make an announcement on the games coming up. We do have a game on the 1st, and that's going to be uh, December 1st. So that is Wednesday, and that's men's versus Eau Claire, men's basketball. Then on the 4th, we have women's basketball um, versus lacrosse, and that would be a Saturday. And then next week's Saturday, uh, we have a another men's game versus Naperville, which was the team that they lost to now two years ago in their title run okay. to go back-to-back. Back. Okay. And that was one of the craziest atmospheres I've ever been in. Yeah, and I know you were saying that. Was that the one where, like, at it's halftime? The yep. Yeah. And then okay. they just fell apart. That sounded wicked. Yeah, that sounded it was awesome. quite the game. Okay. But today's shows, because we don't have much Titans, they didn't get a chance to have any events or games over break. We'll start right with the Badgers. Oh, boy. And get right into it with Chandler Brindley. You going to play the horn? No, we don't play the horn because we're not – I'm going to just call this the we're, first thing. We're just going right into it. Yep. Oh, boy. We'll do the horn when we switch to professional. Okay. But thank you for reminding me. You bet. You bet. You bet. Not a problem. So it was another week of Badger football that did not appeal to Mr. Brindley as the Badgers got schlacked. Do you like that vocab word? By the Golden Gophers. It was worse Gophers. than that. They it got was. out-coached. The, the Golden Gophers beat them 23-13 in Minnesota. 
My brother was a <laughs> gopher and now is a badger, yeah. and he was split on the game. He didn't carry either way. He was like, he was happy to see the gophers finally win something, but I so just... the gophers take the axe. Yeah. And you were so confident going into that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, John. I just, I, there's just, I don't know. Now they'll play in a rinky-dink bowl game. Can I hit some stats real quick? Yeah. Just to kind of clean it up a little bit. Mertz, tw- 21 for 38, 171 yards and an interception. Raylan Allen did not have a big game at all. 17 carries, 47 yards. And then Davis, the third, five catches, 80 yards. And now we'll let you, what did you think of this one? You know, they ran the ball well early on. Um, Allen probably having the majority of that yardage on the ground in first quarter, maybe the beginning of the second quarter. But uh, from there on out, Minnesota was stout up front. They stopped the run. They they made it so uh, Wisconsin had to do other things, whether it be special teams Uh, throwing the ball with Graham Mertz, which has not been a great thing that they've done all year at UW. Um, Yeah, I mean, they made it, they they made it even, I even almost felt as if Nebraska had exposed both offensively, eh, not really offensively, but the defense of Wisconsin, you know, have been so stout all year, going all the way back to the the first game, September 4th against Penn State, you know, just... uh, uh, yeah, what did uh, they go on? Like a eight game win streak? Seven? Something like that. Yeah, I think it started with Army or Illinois. Well, it happened after the Notre Dame loss. Yeah. I think it was I think it was Army. From there on out, I mean it was yeah. just kinda like, you know I mean they really did. They went back to what they do best, you know, running the ball and, and play action pass and and making it, you know, third and manageable. And Minnesota kind of it, not kind of they did they they made it so wisconsin could not play wisconsin football from the second quarter on um another thing they did real well was their their short quick passes kind of over top of the linebacker but before the safeties or before the corners kind of exploiting that wisconsin pass rush and not i mean wisconsin had some sacks keanu benton the nose tackle had a pretty good game but uh, other than that, Leo Chanel, who had had an awesome season coming up to that point, quiet. I mean, he didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. he made I mean, a couple of tackles. I mean, there was a lot of guys that didn't do a lot. Yeah, a couple of tackles for was kept quiet. And I'm uh, kind of like... I mean, they couldn't get the run game here. going, as you mentioned, from second quarter on. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I knew from there on out. Well, early on, you know, they were able to run it. I was kind of like, okay, this is good because I know if we wear them down... It'll collapse. Yep. yep. But they kind of, I don't know, they went away from it. And I don't know. I, I thought the coaching the last two weeks, specifically defensively for UW, for the, for, for Wisconsin, for the Badgers, yeah, I, um, had, had had been I very conservative. I don't know if that's the right word, but I know... Yeah, they were. I mean, they went for a punt in the, and then they called timeout. Yeah, and just what, what was that? Doing? Three minutes left, maybe. In yeah, the game? I don't know. He, that was a just a weird the, call. And I remember when they lined up, I'm like, what? That have been the, yeah, that have been uh, the field goal of the Packers. Teams, if that was, that would have been uh, close to that last year. The the special teams coordinator for Wisconsin is usually a very reliable gentleman. I uh, actually went to a. A camp. Oh, I can hear myself. Sorry, now. I Is, had it down on the board. Isn't that I, I amazing? That, Holy cow! I didn't realize it. I had it down on the board. And wow. 
Anyway, um, I went to a, a special teams camp at UW and got to meet him, and as well as uh, Taylor Melhoff, who was a kicker for UW uh, under Brett Bielema and the, the end of the tenure of Barry Alvarez. But anyway, usually a normal, like, routine thing. You know, you're late in the game. I think it was, like, fourth and one, fourth and three. It was fourth and three, I think. Very manageable. But it was deep in their own territory. And they couldn't. Because I think the ball was on maybe the 30. Yeah. And they couldn't figure out, like, are we going to punt? Or are we, and I'm kind of like, well, why would you punt here? I mean, there, there's no, I mean, the, your defense is, yes. I understood, I never understood why they even brought the punt unit out. I mean, that was no, just a I mistake at all because yeah, you have three minutes left to win this game and you're down already a score. And I think it was beyond a field goal at that point. Yeah, I, I don't know what Chris was doing there. I think it might have been a touchdown there down. I, I, I have a really hard time. I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm I think it was a, a touchdown, and then they, uh, you know. I, I've been a firm believer in Paul Chris, but that right there was kind of a question mark for me, I guess, if you will. Um, he it, looked clueless on the sidelines. He did, and I was just kind of like, I don't know. Pete Carroll, when he goes walking around, not knowing what's going on, it seems like. Yeah, I just was kind of like, what happened? I mean, you know, like what in the world um, I don't know. And, and it seemed as if, it seemed as if Fleck had, had Jimmy Leonard coming and going all game too. Like he didn't know, I guess what I'm trying to say, Johnny, is the UW coaching staff, they failed. They, they looked just clueless. I mean, even versus Nebraska uh, defensively, they didn't have an answer all game if it wasn't for nebraska shooting themselves in the foot they very well could have could have lost that game and the and the liberty trophy yeah. i mean i i just i don't know it needs to get figured out though i do know that i mean i think paul christ you know he took it upon himself to say in the end of the game that 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 was on me and that's the right thing to do that's what he should have done but coach you you got to be a little, you're looking like Mike McCarthy when we get into situational stuff here early in the season with the Cowboys. What are you doing? We'll get into that. I have a <laughs> few discussion questions there. But yeah, doing? they look clueless. Um, frankly, they just seemed like a lot of miscommunication on the sideline. And it looked like the Badgers just didn't have a right game plan in state. Another thing, now that you mentioned that, Johnny, yeah, early on in the game, um, there was a passing down where Paul Chris had to call a timeout, definitely first half, I believe. And uh, you could definitely tell that he was very disgruntled with either the relay of his play call to the quarterbacks making the hand motions on the sideline out to Mertz or um, from from his play call to the gentlemen, you know, the, the coaches he has up in the press box um, or, or maybe somebody questioning a decision somewhere along the line. Uh, anyway, very he he seemed very upset early on, and I don't know how you. Um, well, you can't be upset when you don't even know what's going right. on. Right. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. I don't I don't know if that had something that. I think it was a lot of just miscommunication on the Badger sidelines. I think it was like the Packers going into Minnesota the week before last week or two weeks ago yeah, now. Very similar. Uh, where they just expected to win, mm-hmm. and then they got smacked in the face. You know the. The axe used to be automatic. It used to be, but I, I had a feeling when they 
when they brought him in, when we played him in that bowl game when he was at Western Michigan, um, was it the Cotton Bowl? I'm not sure. Troy Fumagalli had a big game. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, I just had a feeling when they brought him in, he was going to – he. He had the right energy to do it. It was just a matter of getting the players to do it. And I think he's getting the players to do it. I, and I, I just really wonder sometimes if Coach Chris is the right guy to match that energy. But that who would they bring in besides Chris? Like, I know they're talking a lot. If you watched on the broadcast, they were talking endlessly about the offensive coordinator for the Badgers. Um, yeah, coach, younger guy, coach, uh, coach Rudolph. He's, Was it him? He's the offensive line. They kept showing somebody offensive on coordinator. Jimmy Leonard is. That's the, who they're talking about, Leonard. Okay, he's the defensive coordinator. Oh, defensive. But yeah, they kept talking about him. Would they bring him in? Maybe. I don't know. I I don't. I just. I have a feeling that I don't know. I just. I really wonder sometimes, like, I really like Coach Christ, and I'm not saying get rid of him. This is this is not whatsoever saying get rid of Paul Christ in any way. I'm just wondering if he he needs to be more of a... Vocal, I think. Yeah. He's so you know, quiet. Like, he just, like, stands in the... It reminds me of I the Mud Dogs know. coach in uh, the... The water boy. Water boy. Oh, just kind of sits in the sideline and real quiet. I mean, not say he's a bad coach, but he, he doesn't get... You know, you never see him rushing to the sideline, yelling thing, barking things out. Right. He's always, you know, real mild tempered. You get four claps of the hand, yep. a nod of the head, and then he brings the headset back down. And I know he knows that X's and O's. Yeah, he does. But I've just, seen him. But I think with the communication thing, he's not authoritative. You know, doesn't act as the big dog and the Badgers side. Right. And then there's a lot of miscommunication. Right. And yeah. I think that runs all the way down right to the quarterback, and then it's I, a mess. I do know X X and O wise, he he knows it because there's been play calls that he's called that are just like, you know, and they've been in games that they've won against good teams like Nebraska, you know, Penn State, um, Ohio State. Yeah, I mean his offense when he was the offensive coordinator. Well, when was the last time they beat Ohio State? Well, 2010. Okay, yeah, I was he was say. the offensive okay, coordinator he was OC. under. Bielema when they had Tolzine and John Clay and the whole but he called that I mean he he called that I mean he called the game right to a T offensively I thought but um he was also the the OC when they had Russell Wilson yeah and that was an explosive offense well let's move on a little bit <laughs> we're not going to go far we're staying still in that game but thoughts and feelings of the Badgers losing the axe Chandler Brindley we'll start with you it's exactly how I feel. I figured that. We got to hit the, hit the old sound effects as we have the baby crying. He's really sad, so we'll stop it right there. Johnny, but. it's very frustrating when you go into a game like that. Expecting to win? Okay. You had the expectation. I, I could did. pull a cut out of last week's show and saying that. I, I had the expectation that Wisconsin was going to go up. Hook, line, and sinker. Run the ball down their throat. Smack them in the mouth. Bloody their nose. Break their ankles. And we went up and laid an egg bad. And Goldie prevailed. Goldie, yeah, Goldie Gopher. He's got to be one of the happiest mascots in all of college sports. 
got a big it, smile on his face with the big did you teeth. See, did you see the graphics that Fox had during oh, yeah, that the, game when he was holding the axe? Yeah, and they would jump right in the middle. It looked like a put. I mean, it looked like it did, looked like did, a cat. Now, did you see the? Uh, so Minnesota does the eye, gopher with the side eye thing. Yeah, that and is it, so funny. It looks like it's. It's not, like, intimidating at all. But it's, he gives them the stink eye. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's that. It's it's. It's like if you go yeah. up to hit a baseball and somebody totally throws you off with a look, you're not going to hit the ball. It's like it's the least intimidating mascot in the whole Big Ten. Well, yeah, it's the gopher. I mean, it is. I mean, it's the it's the least intimidating. What about Cornhusker? I don't know. That's pretty. Hus- even... ha- what is his name? Ha- 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 um, Ooh. A lot of H's. Harold? No, we don't know. Just a minute. Do, 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 Something do, the Husker do, do, is his name. Henry the Husker? Look it up. What is it? Well, take a peek here. I think it's Henry the H- Horky the Husker? H- Husky the Husker. I, I don't remember. I know Northwestern's Willie the Wildcat. Um, what is his name? I'm just trying to find it right now. We don't have anything pulled up yet. It is the Cornhuskers have two official mascots: they, Herbie, Herbie and, the Husker, that's and it. Lil Red. Okay, Lil, Lil Red's the 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 weird looking dude, right? With uh, like the mask on. I would assume so. Okay, he's like a kind of like a bandit looking dude, and but he yeah. doesn't matter. But it's we're talking about mascots here. No, they're on the sports page. They're Herbie Huskers. Pretty. That's a pretty. That's lame. Oh, they have one of the better ones in the Big Ten. I think the Gopher is actually pretty fun. The 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 Buckeye nut from Ohio State. No, but yeah, that's pretty a, weak. It's a nut. It's a nut. You know what? Badger is just a weasel. It's a yeah, part it's of the a, weasel it's family. It's a rodent. Yeah, it's part of the weasel family. Yeah, I know. And a Wolverine is too. That's true. They're both weasels, that's but true. a Wolverine has a really mean name. Um. I personally like we're talking we're talking we're totally off topic I right know, now, but I, yeah. I like the terrapin from Turpin. Maryland. A turpin? The, the the it's like a turtle, right? Yeah, it's I think really it's actually cool. a, like a tortoise. But. It's really neat. Anyway, let's get back to your question. Yes, it was a very disappointing loss for me as a Badger faithful um uh, previous season ticket holder. Uh yeah, I very just I don't know. It, it really leaves a sour taste in your mouth when they had all to play for. And they couldn't get it done. You know, they had everything to play for. And they did. Yeah, they had they, yeah, And they everything. had the total advantage. Oh, and then you come in and, like, lay an egg like that. And you're like, ah, nah, let's, let's, let's go back to Madison. We'll finish up the semester. And we'll play in a, mm, a ticky-tack bowl game that will air at noon on December 27th. And nobody will watch it. Except Chandler Brindley. I'm sure you'll be watching it. I could care less. Oh, it's you'll not, be watching it's it. It's not a New Year's Day bowl, It's like Johnny. my old man saying that he doesn't want to go ice fishing. My we'll old man says like, he won't go ice fishing. We'll play like Miami he, and Rowdham. You'll get the shakes if you don't go. <sighs> Let's take a look at some scores around the Big Ten, though. We Disappointing. Had a bu- busy weekend. <laughs> Indeed. As we start off with a rough note on the Badgers, but looking around the Big Ten, Maryland beat the Rutgers 40-16. And then... Michigan State over Penn State, 30-27. Purdue wins over Indiana, 44-7. Illinois beats Northwestern, 47-14. Iowa beats Nebraska, 28-21. And the big news coming from the big house in Michigan (laughs) as they take down the Buckeyes, which is just a nut. Good for them. 
42-27. Do you like that win? You know, it's kind of one of those games where they're like, hey, Chandler, who do you want to win, Ohio State or Michigan? And I would then return with this statement. Can they both lose? Yeah, I would. Ra- I, I almost would rather see, just because I can't stand Harbaugh, Jim. Can't You'd st- rather have Ohio State yep. win? Oh, I- my gosh. It's just routine at this point. It's like Alabama winning the SEC. It's just part of the routine. I can't stand <sighs> Michigan. Because then you get the go blue. Well, at least it's something different in the Big Ten I guess championship. So, but, yeah, it, I mean, it's the, the go blue thing drives me nuts. I would rather have Michigan win than Ohio State. Because my biggest thing is I don't have any fan, friends that are Do I need uh, Ohio to sing State, it? State. Do I need to sing it? Oh, how I hate Ohio State. Oh, how I hate Ohio State. Oh, how I hate Ohio State. I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, how I hate Ohio State. Like, you I don't rah, hate rah. Ohio State, but I, I mean, I don't like them, but I don't hate them. I respect the program. It's one of those programs that I respect because... They do such a good job recruiting every year, and they just bring in this talent. I don't care who wins, Iowa or Michigan. I oh, I'm going to Iowa because that's where I my buddy Jack plays. Here, I, I don't know. Michigan of, will probably win. I now, know Iowa doesn't belong there. Well, Wisconsin didn't beat the Gophers, and they don't belong there either. Give me Minnesota. They look like they belong there. <laughs> As yeah, I, I mean, my buddy Jack Plum's going to play, so I'm excited for him. And playing for Iowa, so I'll be interested to see the bowl game that Wisconsin ends up in. It, I don't think it, it will definitely not be a New Year's Day bowl. No, it'll be something lame. Um, they'll probably play like Arizona State or like Clemson. I don't know in the Sour Patch Kids Bowl. Yeah, and we'll. <laughs> I don't know who cares, but I don't know. Uh, back to your Ohio State Michigan deal, though. Uh Good for Michigan. Good for Harbaugh. He was, you know, he was kind of... He had a monkey on his back. He did. He was having a hard time, you know, media-wise. You know, um, that's not a, a thing between those two schools where if you go 0-5 against your rival and and you keep your job, right? So that's kind of a thing where, like, you're fired if you don't beat your rival by year two kind of a deal. So it's kind of like... Now I have a question for you that you brought that up. Is Paul Chris on the hot, hot seat? Ooh, it takes a moment to think about it. It's all going to be a long exhale. As we wait on. I don't think McIntosh will get rid of him. No. That'd be too abrupt. Although, like, what are they, 9 and 3? 8 and, eight and 4? 9 yeah, and 4? Something like that. If they lose... You know, say next year they go like seven and five. Okay. Maybe start thinking that route. See, UW they all it goes by money, right? It goes by how many how many how many butts you can get in the seat. As that's well, what, of course that's what goes on there. Yeah. So um, I, I <laughs> maybe if that happens next year, yeah, you might be looking at uh, the U. W head coaching position being vacant. I don't. Th- they're pretty loyal. Yeah, it's gonna be a. If that would that happens, that'd be a pretty abrupt change. It's hard, you know. And I remember Barry saying this. You know, it it's hard to consistently get 11, 10, 12 wins. It's hard to do that. Yeah, with the recruiting Wisconsin gets. It's hard. 
it's hard to get 11 wins every year. It's very difficult. It is. I'm not saying it's not, but there's only one coach that really makes it look that easy, and that's, of course, Nick Saban. Yeah, well. He just walks walks out, and everybody does their thing. The starting punter for them wouldn't get admittance into here. That's true, but <laughs> they can play ball. Just seeing. But um, so back to the Big Ten Championship game. It's between, like, once again, Iowa and Michigan. Uh, who wins in that one? In a score prediction. You want a score? Pr- oh, boy. Why not? I've got to take Michigan. I'm not putting you on trial i got to take Michigan. They're ranked. Okay. They're going to be top five. They're two, I think, right now. Michigan's number two? I think they bumped all the way up. Holy shit. Where'd Ohio State go? Uh, I can Six? Pull it up real eight? quick. As well, You're talking about eight people? Well, let's go over the AP. Yeah, sure. That's what the one I was looking at. Okay, but, that's fine. Um, So let me just grab it real quick in a moment. I, gotta I find can't it. believe. I thought really? I saw them at two. Yeah. Which would be quite the... See, I think that's almost overranking them. Well, they did beat the number two seed, so... Uh, yeah, right now it's Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama on the AP. And then the coaches poll is Georgia, Alabama, Michigan at three, and then Cincinnati at four. So I'm going to take Michigan, but hope for Iowa in an upset. I'm going to go final score. Ooh, I don't know. Michigan's offense looked pretty explosive against the Buckeyes. Because Iowa is 15 on the AP, and on the a, uh, the coaches hmm. poll, they are 12. So. Yeah. Where'd Wisconsin go? They're dropped out. They dropped out. Yeah, Wisconsin's no longer in the top 25 on both of them. Well, so be it. But the Hogs made it in on the coach's poll. They made that number 25. The Hogs? The Hogs. They used to be a big Hogs fan because my dad used to work down there. Arkansas? Yeah. They get a good team. They're solid. They, they, put, get, they do. Yeah, they put up a good fight. <laughs> they but, get a good team. I'm not even lying. But back to it, I mean, score. Score. I'm going to say Michigan probably in a route. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Iowa can put up any more than 14, 20 points. I haven't seen it. They only put up seven against Wisconsin. Um, I don't know. Michigan 35, Iowa 17. There. Just pulled that out of the hat here sitting next to well, me. Well, it's not a calculated estimate. We're not. Gonna, I don't know. It's not a math test. By the way, uh, my statistics exam I took, Johnny. Yeah? I didn't flunk it. There we go. I got a D, 64 out of 100. D's for degrees. I'm, I currently have a 70.9% in applied statistics. And, yeah, I'm going to give a score prediction as well, but I'm going to say... He moves on. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's going to be a closer game. I think I was going to put up a decent... Really? ...battle. I want to see Iowa win really bad. Really? And I think it's going to be 21-24 Iowa. Whoa! I gotta go with my I gotta go with my neighbor and Jack Plum, and I think I was gonna pull this one out. Twenty one, twenty four. Why not? Oh boy! Keep it low scoring. Twenty one, twenty four. Twenty one, twenty four. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Hey, that's okay. probably copyright. We probably can't sing that. Jenny, Jenny. As we <laughs> look ahead here, and we'll switch it over now. I'm looking at the all the college football, and I just have one question here. Yes. And does Cincinnati belong in the college football playoff? I don't think they do. I don't think they do either, so I totally agree with Here's you. Here's my reasoning behind it. They haven't played any good teams. Okay, you beat Notre Dame. That's fine and dandy. Who else did you beat? SMU doesn't count. Tulsa? Mm, at, doesn't, doesn't count. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think at one time there were 17 or something like that. That gets the eh, bad joke buzzer. Do I have a bad joke buzzer? I don't think so. <laughs> 
Just saying, no, they don't belong there. No, I don't th- think they'll so. Get in. Yeah. They'll get in. You think so? And they'll get walloped. Well, UCF or UF Central Florida. What is that, UCF? Well, now, just a minute. Remember just them a, a couple second. years ago? Do you remember a couple years ago when Wisconsin played an undefeated Western Michigan team that was led by head coach P.J. Fleck and they didn't get into the top five? That's true. That's wrong. No. You're going to let Cincinnati in, but you're not going to let – see, that's wrong. See, I don't think they deserve to be there. If you're not going to let in – if you're not going to let in the non-Power 5 undefeated teams, then they don't deserve to get in. No. Just because they beat Notre Dame and SMU and – and they have this high, flashy offense that puts up sixty points a game. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I could do that when I'm not when I'm playing Eastern Carolina, the Pirates. Yeah, that's the team. Uh, I think uh, Cincinnati just came off the last win on. Exactly. Yeah, but let's move on real quick. I'm just going to run through. I'm not going to ask any questions, but so we kind of ran a little long on that segment as that's we okay. are at the thirty minute mark, halfway through the show. And once again, you're listening to ninety point three WRST. As this is a sports page with Johnny Samp and Chandler Brindley. But taking a look at Badger men's basketball real quick. They beat Texas A&M. Hey. They beat number 12 Houston. Hey. And they beat SMC. Whoa. So a pretty good week for them. And taking a look at the women's program there, they did not have such a great past week. And it's not surprising again. As they lost to Chicago State in overtime. Uh, they lost to Milwaukee. Uh-huh. And they beat, lost to Milwaukee. Yep, beat oh, Boise State. Boy. And then lost to Colorado. So not very good. UW men's ranked 23rd, I think I saw this morning on Instagram. 23rd? 23rd. I think so, too. It's kind of where they belong. You lose to Providence, but you beat Houston. I don't know. Then they won. they won the Maui tournament. Yeah. I don't know. I um, but struggle with it. Taking, well, transition now to what I think is a more fun segment. I got more to say. And that's the Pro Block. So we will hit the horn, ladies and gentlemen, here on a Monday evening to get everybody a little bit of waking up. As here we go. The goal has been scored. (laughs) That's one of my favorite horns. You got to like the horns. Uh. (laughs) But taking a look at the Packers. Packers, best team touched the pigskin. Pretty good week, or pretty good Sunday, I would say. Oh, I thought it was great. Oh, I was totally expecting the opposite, and they came out and just wrecked. I thought we'd lay an egg. I thought we would go, I thought we'd lose back to Let's back. Let's just hold on a second. We, we jump our, you always, we always like to jump. Lose back to back. <laughs> As we did not lose back to back, the Packers got the big win over the Rams, Los Angeles Rams. 36-28, Rodgers with the broken toe. 28 for 45, 307 yards, two touchdowns. Dylan had 20 carries for 69 yards. And then Adams had eight catches for 104 yards. Thoughts on the game? Um, I feel like, again, I say this a lot, and it's just going to be a matter of time before A.J. Dillon is the main back in the running back. I don't think they'll get rid of Jones. don't think they'll just, they'll just go until his, his contract's up. But um, He just signed a new one. I know. I'm just saying, A.J. Dillon is a horse back there and could be a starting running back in the NFL. Yeah, I relate him more to Moose. Oh, he's, he's, he's huge. I know. He's great. I love It's it. kind of like the Brandon Jacobs back on the Giants. I love it. Say back in, what was that, 2010? Probably Brandon Jennings? Jacobs. Jacobs. Do you remember mm. him? He was huge. I think he wore 27... I think we did. We play them in the playoffs, yep. and yep. he ran rampant. 
Well, they had the Manningham backfield with Jacobs. Okay. I believe, no, maybe it wasn't Manning because he was a receiver. But I forget who the other back was, but it was kind of like the Jones-Dylan combo. Okay. Where Thunder and lightning. Yep. The one guy was better at, I would say, catching the ball and being a receiver as a running back. Uh-huh. And the Jacobs would just pound the ground and then just hit him. Because I remember the linebacking core on Green Bay was just getting absolutely destroyed. Because mm-hmm. Brandon <laughs> Jacobs, probably a similar size to right, right. Dylan. Right. I think he was six plus and, you know. Yeah, he probably a cheeseburger away from playing D-line. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a big guy, but he used to, because I remember goal line stands, it was like you couldn't stop him. Oh, he's just. He, they would just feed him. Just move the pile kind yep. of a deal. Yeah, he would just run right into it and I it would fold. That. I love it. Yeah, That's we know. It's great. Well, you love Badger football. Just hand it off and the pile moves and then all of a sudden he breaks out and runs for 60. It's my favorite part. Marshawn Lynch, he was another good one, big back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts, um, thoughts on the Packer win, though? Yep. That was a quality win. Quality win for for Green Bay. Um, I, I, I hopefully I with think a lot of injuries. The bye week is going to be very beneficial for oh, the pack. Will. And then we got the Bears coming up, and that. Yeah, is that who we open with after yep. after the bye? It's a Sunday night the game. The Bears Sunday night football. Seven twenty. Sunday night football. Okay. Um. <clears throat> yeah, we we play the Browns over. And that would fun, have, be fun to have Christmas sparks break. over there. Uh, talk. It works with the bear, but um, we can do it next week. We'll with. have to do it next week. Um, yeah, I, I don't. The Bears coming off a win, right against against the Lions. But that was a miserable game. The Lions always play tough, though, Johnny. On Turkey I, Day, I know that they play tough every game. <laughs> They'll get you to about. They lost to Minnesota <clears throat> by a field goal, I believe. <clears throat> and they always play tough every game. They just cannot turn the corner. I don't know. They're right there. They are. They're like. They're like a punt away from, like, winning. They are. I just don't know. I don't know. It was a beneficial win, though, for the Packers. It was. I mean, yeah. it was just, that was huge. I didn't know that Stafford was that, like, limped coming into the game. Like, he was kind of injured. Is that what oh, I Oh, they play the injury card. Rodgers had a broken toe. Yeah, I know, and he ran one in. I know. Wasn't that great? Yeah, just cleansing I thought it was almost. awesome. I thought it was great. I did. Yeah. I don't know if that was that was like a design zone read by A Rod. It was great. Oh, he, he made calls, Ramsey he calls look, his own shots. He I think. made Ramsey look like a fool. Ramsey looked like a fool all night. He did. It didn't matter who he was covering. Did if you it see was that Lazard, press conference with him, oh it, my god, it didn't he matter if it was like Lazard, a sad puppy, Cobb, uh, Adams, Valdez Scantling. He he struggled with Equinemius St. Brown. Well, he struggled last year with a lot of the receiving core of the Packers, too. And I'm like... In that playoff game? Dude, you're supposed to be, like, maybe the best corner in the game right now, and you look like garbage. He was better on Jacksonville. When he, I, yep. Yep. When he was younger... When he and, first came yep, in? He was better on Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He was more shut mm-hmm. down. And that was that weird year that Jacksonville made it to the... The Blake Bortles d- days? Yep, the AFC so like Championship? 2017? Yeah. 2018? And I think lost to the Patriots? Like first round? Gave them a game? No, they went all the way up to the top, and then they lost. Did they beat Brady? No, they lost to Brady. It was a heck of a game. I yeah. remember that. Heck of a game. Yeah, it was a really good game, but I remember... They gave it all. They, they did. did. And that, it was just that... Ran, it was Fournette was on that team, too. Yep. Um... I think Robinson from Michigan. The remember Denard Robinson? I do. He played they moved wide him receiver. To, to yes. Um I think Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers offensive coordinator, was the guy calling the shots for them on offense. Uh, no. Oh yeah. But wasn't uh the old Giants 
uh, Tom Coughlin? Coughlin. He was there. Okay. Good coach. There's a guy. He always was beat red in the face yep. when it was cold at Lambeau and he oh had the ski goodness. mask on. Well, the that's only that Brandon could, Jacobs days. Was, the, the only thing you could see was his red nose yep. hanging out. He looked like Santa Claus. He doesn't have the weight of Santa Claus. No, that's true. Very skinny man. He's a pretty skinny Santa. But uh, knew how to win football games. He so, did know how to do that. He knew how to beat Brady. He did. He knew how to. He had a playbook for that. But um, taking a look, as we talk about the Packers a little bit more, are the Packers the best team in the NFL? Can you say that? I, I would say, given how many injuries they have had, they had Elton Jenkins out this week, and that's, you know, a replacement tackle in there. That's a pretty big deal. And they didn't, did they have Bakhtiari in? No. So that's two of the starting tackles gone. They didn't have. And they're still winning ball games um, against what was seen as the top ranked, besides maybe the Cardinals, in I think the all of the NFL. I know the Chiefs oh, always Johnny. get a high praise because of Patrick Mahomes, but I never see it. I think, yeah, it's not the box. I don't think they're the best team. They almost blew one to the Colts. Uh, not the Bills. It's definitely no. Kansas City's. Been on a hot streak since they played Jordan Love. But I think they get a lot of hype, Kansas City. They always do. Yeah. You see Nick Wright on FS1. He's always giving them the big praise. How about Baltimore? They played terrible last night. They played well enough to beat Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Yeah, because the beaten Browns had one receiver, I think. The beaten Browns. <laughs> the beaten Browns. They, uh, yeah, Green Bay might. I think they're one of the best teams. Arizona? We already beat Arizona, <clears throat> but yeah, I think we can beat them again if there, we I don't know. push comes to shove. But I think they are a very balanced team. I think Rodgers is running a very good offense. Probably. And I like how we're seeing, you know, like you mentioned, Dylan mm-hmm. coming into the game, wearing down some of those. Yeah. That backfield of defenses, because he tends to get some beyond the first line of defense and then gets over to the secondary. Oh, isn't it great? And that runs him over. Oh, he's like a man amongst children. Would you want to tackle that? It'd be like moving trees. That was when when I was younger and you had to play some of those Wausau teams. The kids were all big. Oh. They're all like your size. Wow. Already, and they're all like, you know, different growth rates <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I know Green Bay always had the smaller team, and we're like, holy shnikes. That's when you got to use your speed to your advantage. Yeah. You got to you, get out on the you perimeter. You got to watch the glass when you go into the corner. Got to run the, the you got to, you know, the option, something. Get I, was talking hockey. I was talking hockey. Oh, uh, we were talking football. Okay. Oh, no, I was talking hockey. Still you got to use your speed to your Yep, you got to use advantage. your Got to be quick. Yeah. Got to keep your head on the swivel, but. To answer your question, yeah, Green Bay might. Be the best be team. Be the best team I'm in the National Football League to, right yeah, now. I think so, too. They might be. Yeah. The defense has played well. This Rasul Douglas. Oh, he's been phenomenal. Another pick. Did he have pick six, right? Who would have thunk it? Is thunk a word? I don't know, but who would have thunk it? I think I don't think it is. I think we could pull up the Webster Dictionary on that. But Who would have thunk it? I guess so, but, yeah, Rasul Douglas has been phenomenal fill-in for, like, you know, I mean, because we Eric haven't Stokes and well, Jair Alexander, right? And Kings, oh, I he don't wouldn't even... be playing for me. Yeah, he would have been last year's bedacle. Yeah, I, I have no, nothing good to say about Kings. But who would have thunk it, Rasul Douglas? He's been good. He's been really good, and he's the one who won against the Cardinals. I keep him around. Oh, I definitely would. He's on a small contract. Why? The guy wants to bleed for you. He'd play for me. Yeah, he's been good. 
So let's take um, just real quick. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers winning with the bad toe? Because that is something that is a big deal when you're throwing the ball. You're pushing off with your foot. And given he doesn't use his feet. He never he, uses his feet to throw. Yeah, he just arms, it just, it's, it's the Brett Favre. It, I mean, he has the same mechanics as Favre. Yeah, but he can do it without <laughs> standing on the ground. and Right. I mean, he's just, well, he's, he's a magician. He's just, I don't know, he's, he's, he's a magician is what he is. Frankly, I don't think they give the, you know, the professional media and that give Rodgers enough credit for what he does. Because he can throw it like over the cross field, running the opposite way on a bootleg, looking down. Stephen A. Smith does. Yeah, he's only one. But you t- look at the other guys, they always like knock no. him down. Well, looking the wrong, looking at a different receiver, throws it into the corner, and there it is. I just, I don't know how he does it. Fits he just, it in triple coverage, right over the shoulder, and then just sinks it right in. He can, he, he can like, he can his his peripheral vision must be. It must go behind him. It, it must be like he can see. I, I mean, I can't like I can see like I'm holding my hands out right now. That's and, not very good if and, that's your and, peripheral. And, and I can, because mine's right here. See, I, I can't. I mean, I can see to like here, but I, I couldn't see I couldn't see 20 yards that way. And knowing that Randall Cobb's waving his yellow Under Armour glove with the two taped middle fingers, I, I think couldn't they use Nike. That. Do they use Nike? Uh, um, Randall has always been an Under Armour guy. Does he still use Under Armour. Though? I don't know why. Don't I don't know why. You'd have to ask him. He's half hour away. You well, can, I'll go knock on his door. I was going to say, he's not, not far from where your neck of the woods is. Oh, I know where a couple Packers live. So um, I don't know where he lives, though. Anyway, um, that's beside the point. Not to be a stalker. He, he must be able to see the field yeah, very well. Yeah, I, I think he's got hawk vision. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have, I don't know. I, I, I just, i just amazed. It's just how he does it. And it's every week. Yeah, it's week after week. And it, uh, to us, year. it's become normal. Oh, I think it's great. But it's going to be terrible when he's gone. <sighs> I dread that day. I do too, and that may be coming sooner than we would like. Back to the, the toe thing, though. Yeah, yeah it, prob- it probably affects it a little bit. He was hobbling there fourth quarter late. But still, to play a attention. full ball game with, you know, you got Von Miller, Aaron Donald across from you, and right. Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. Right. You had a pretty loaded defense that's going to come with pressure. Right. I think the offensive line handled it Oh, yeah, they played well. well. They played really well. But, I mean, when he has to escape and run on it, it's like that had to hurt. It does, but you're kind of in the that's, zone. That's Rogers, though, man. I mean, he's oh, he's a war. He's he's a bad man. <laughs> I would, yeah, I, I definitely think he is. But he's 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 a different breed. For all the people that give him, you know, junk and about who he is and like what he does, all these weird things. You know, when he plays on a game day and he's, you know, not feeling it's like when he came back from the Bears after getting hit by Khalil Mack and yep. going down and he Playing came back. The, the broken leg the whole season. And yeah, just lit lit he's the world up. Different he's, he's a, a different breed. Different guy. He's, he's a different a, breed. He's special. Like everybody he, he wants just, to say Tom Brady came from another planet. I think Aaron Rodgers came from another planet. I'm gonna miss it when he leaves because yeah. it's just oh it's I mean just he great. is one of the finest quarterbacks that I mean, I think he's the best quarterback. I love it when he, like, he try like, with every other quarterback, including Brady, when they look like they're going to get sacked and the, the pocket collapses, and then he, like, spins out and hobbles and, like, flips it to oh, yeah, a receiver. Just the, the flick of the wrist. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's so, it's... It's, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so Brett Favre-like. 
it's so it's so awesome. But he throws less picks than Brett Favre. Yeah, but that's what makes him better. I know. He's like So now you heard it, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers. He's he's like he's like four, but he's Favre, you mean? But he yeah, but he's like I don't know. I think it's great. I mean, and everybody knows this. He's just like Brett Brett knows he's like him. I mean, it's like I just it's awesome. I just can't I don't know. I'm sure going to miss him when he's gone. It's just been so fun to watch. Sundays, oh, my goodness. Sundays are going to get really boring. Oh, just, it's so funny. He keeps you in, you know, he, he's, in every game. Yep. You're in it because he's under center. Yeah. I mean, he is the. It's I, great. Yeah, he's just so much fun to watch. Let's take a look at some scores from around the league, though, as we kind of had our Aaron Rodgers time. And taking a look here, the Bears once again beat the Lions 16-14. The Raiders took down the Cowboys. Who them boys? And they won 36-33. Jerry Jones not happy in, after that loss. Uh, the, Bills, the Bills beat the Saints, absolutely smashed them. And that was 31-6. Josh Allen with a good game. The, once again, the Packers beat the Rams 36-28. The Bengals take down Big Ben and the Steelers. Uh, 41 to 10, so a bad loss there. The Buccaneers take down the Colts, 38-31. The Dolphins get a big win over Cam Newton. Yeah, what happened there? And the there? Panthers, 33-10. Cam Newton's not a worthy quarterback. He had like a he had like a a 10% throwing percentage. Yeah, but Belichick and the Patriots, 36-13. That There's is the a one scary team, team. That is the one team I do worry about. Uh huh. Mac Jones is firing on all cylinders. Well, it's that, you know, just Belichick system. Oh, it's just throw the ball 10 yards, catch the ball, fall over, move the chains. Throw the ball 10 yards, catch it, fall over, move the chains. Giants took down the Eagles in a not-so-interesting NFC East game, uh, 13-7, as usually those games are pretty boring. The Falcons <laughs> beat the Jaguars, 21-14. The Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They beat the Texans. Not really a huge win there, but 21-14. The Broncos took down the Chargers, and they won 28-13, so that's a big win. And I know they got a big game coming up against, I believe, the Chiefs uh, okay. next week. That'll be one for, to watch. For Sunday night, or this week, I mean. Okay. And then the Niners took down the Vikings, thank goodness. And that was 34-26. And then the Ravens took care of business against the beaten Browns, 16-10. In a real mess of a game, as Lamar had four interceptions, and so I think Baker had a number as well. Well, he's not a quarterback. Yeah, Lamar is not. He's just he's a a running back. He's a glorified running back. So we already talked about one of my questions, and that's are the Patriots the best team in the AFC? Kinda, I would say yes. I don't think the Titans are. I I don't know no, about the, the Chiefs. Titans are not. The Chiefs, I don't think are. I think that defense is still weak. <sighs> You just got to expose it a little bit, spread them out. I don't know. It's a little early for me to okay. say that but I just, Belichick has the number one team again in the AFC. I just, I, he built such a team that, I don't know, it's pretty close, I think, because that defense is solid. Yeah, but I don't. Ah. He doesn't know. I don't know. Well, let's move on to an easier question. Is Lamar Jackson still an MVP candidate after his performance on Sunday night. 
Because he was a mess. You know, he, he did sneak out with the win. This reminds me of these these journalism questions that I asked you yep, about that's three what weeks I was ago. Add, yep. We might see an MVP crowned in Lambeau again. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I told you. He is one of the best. I'm or, just saying. I think he is the best. I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think so. And Stafford's plummeted. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you still got 12. You still got 12. Oh, he's my still in gosh. The, he's still in the fight. Oh, that's great. And he, you know, even though he looks like a hippie that came off the van. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. Oh, man. Man, Sparks would love this show. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I met, I said it right and on your interview. Brady's nothing special. No. He's looked he's downright got, bad. He's he almost got, lost to the Colts. He got bailed out by the defense in that game. And yeah. The, and then wasn't there a muff punt in that one? Too? Oh, there was a lot. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, he got bailed out in that one. But, I mean, MVP status, I think Rodgers is, you know, quietly making it his way up there. Be, yeah. I don't know. The media likes Lamar. And they like Mahomes, but Mahomes has, you know, 15 picks or whatever. Right. As we discussed that, and that was the interview from me, and I said Rodgers, as I'm totally thrown off right now. Hey, it's 5.50. As Chandler. Should we move on? Chandler, let one go. But, yeah, we will move on a little bit. As we take a look is... Um, oh, does Belichick win Coach of the Year? Uh, probably. I think so, Maybe. too. Maybe. I think so. Mm, Who else would take it? I don't know. Who's the, the Arizona coach? Although Kingsbury? They were supposed to be kind of good, weren't they? Yeah, they were predicted to be really good. Cliff Kingsbury, you talking about? Might be LaFleur. Uh, probably not. He is. It's Rogers. Um, Like, head coach of the year? I don't know. Maybe the Colts. You're talking, uh, what's his name? I mean, they've like kind yeah, they, of been they've a shock. Really good. Jonathan Taylor's been picking up a lot of yeah, yards, but he like, did not have a good game on Sunday. Maybe they're kind of a contender. I think. I don't know, but I think Belichick's right up there, probably at maybe number one, number two, probably. As maybe we'll the the Jets head coach. It's not Gase. I don't know who it is now. It's uh, Salah, right? He came from uh, the 49ers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he might be in the, that question because they're getting some wins. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but let's move on to the hardwood with okay. the box. That's that's probably good. Yeah, we get a little too in-depth in this one. As taking a look over the, at the games over the past weeks, Bucks have been red hot. And I think it's great. Sparks would not like this part as the Bucks have... One, so last week they had four games, or in the past week they've had four games. They won them all. They beat Orlando, Detroit, Denver, and Indiana. Not very good teams, but still teams in the NBA. And then the Bucks are on a seven-game winning streak, and they are red hot, and they're playing some good basketball. And they're, now they're tied with Sparks' Bulls. Good for them. You know, I, I, I'm going to say it again. I've said it before. It's nice to have good national basketball, like, good pro basketball in the state of Wisconsin. I'm like, I'm not used to it. I'm like, not really. I'm a, I'm a very, I'm not much of a Bucks fan because they haven't been good f- since like the seventies when my dad was in college. Right. Or yep. my, no, you're right. So 
the deal is like I'm not used to it, right? I mean, it's just, I'm just used to them just getting clobbered every game, every year. You know, I I, I owned NBA, NBA 2K5 for the PlayStation 2 and used to play as the Bucks and the Bulls all the time. You know, the Bucks versus the Bulls. You know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bradley yeah, Center. Yeah, you know, ladies all this, and gentlemen. You know, you know, but the anyway, heavyweight matchup between the Milwaukee Bucks and Chicago Bulls. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's just it's great to see winning basketball in Milwaukee at yeah. a national level for the state of Wisconsin. That's something that we just haven't seen forever. We've always had Badger basketball. We've always had Marquette basketball. We've always had our green and gold on Sunday and our Cardinal and white on Saturday. But it's nice. It's nice Love to see. Love how you didn't it. mention the Brewers. Well, they 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 haven't been good for. That's the thing though is that they haven't. Recently, they have. Milwaukee sports has struggled, minus Marquette basketball. But, I mean, they have. I mean, it's and it's nice. To, I'm just not certain that Milwaukee, the Brewers, are ready to take that step yet. I mean, I think they're close. You know, they were a game away from the pennant. A, you know, not the pennant, but getting into the pennant race. Uh, the the World Series, that is. Well, this year, they lost in the first series against the Braves. Right. So end up winning. You have to go back. Gosh, it was a freshman in college at UW-Platteville-Richland. You know, and uh, Jesus Aguilar got stepped on at first base by, what was his Yasiel name? Puig. From uh, Puig. the Dodgers. And, and Yasiel ended up winning the game for them. Yes, I know. Because they put in uh, Jeremy we a, Jeffries. We were a game away from it. A game, and we wouldn't have been in. We yeah. would have been in. I know. It would have been. Uh, I remember watching as a Cubs fan, being like, well, it happens, it happens. Yeah, they beat the Cubs, like, right out of the gate, didn't they? Uh, I believe so. Like, first round? Yeah, because they would have played each other in the divisional matchup. Yeah. I remember that. That was a sweet win. Not listen to Cubs that on the radio. The World Series. I listened to that on the radio while I got my public speech ready for COM 111. Do you have an identic memory? No, I just tend to remember things that... You feel are iconic? I want to remember. Okay. Statistics is not something I want to remember because it's been a stressful period in my life. That's why I struggle in the class. That took a dark turn, but we'll <laughs> we'll keep it cheery and happy. No, I just uh, as for Wisconsin sports, it is a good thing. It is. It's awesome. You know, if the Bucks can continue this, and you know, maybe for five, ten years, have you know some winning tradition and whatnot. I think it's great. It's great for the state. It's great for the city. It's great for the Midwest. Yeah, it's great for the state mostly. I mean, I know Sparks and the Illinois fans want the Bulls to pull out, and they're looking like they could do some damage, but oh. I still think they're a little bit... The Bulls. The Bulls. I do like their intro, though, the song. Yeah, they've had that since the 80s. I love that. Alan Parsons Project. I love it. Serious. Gives me gives me goosebumps. The Titan basketball has the same one. I know. Gives me goosebumps. They shut the lights off. Yep. Oh. It's great. It gets me hyped. I want to like, run through a wall. It's like Chandler on a Friday night in let's, basketball. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. Well, let's take a look at the standings in the NBA. Let's go. As we'll let Chandler relax a little bit. As we see the Brooklyn Nets on top, 14 and 6. The Miami Heat, and actually it's going to be a two-way tie between the Heat and the Wizards. The Wizards coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. As they're both thirteen and seven, the Bucks and Bulls at thirteen and eight, and then the Charlotte Hornets at thirteen and nine to close out the top six. In the bottom four, we'll see the Knicks, the Hawks, the Celtics, and Cavaliers in the East. 
And then the rest are down below in the tough position as we see two teams with only four wins, and that's the Pistons and the Magic. So not a very good start to their seasons as I don't think they're going to turn it around. Both teams are pretty, pretty, pretty poor in terms of uh, skill level. And then out west, the west is always stacked, as we always. know. The Warriors, 18-2. and two. That's pretty good. But the Suns coming right behind them at 17-3. and three. Then we get a little bit of gap. Looks like the Jazz lost a few games. Now they're at 13-7. and seven. The Mavericks, 10-8. and eight. And then the Clippers at 11-9. and nine. And the Lakers make top six at 11-11. and 11. What's going on there? The Lakers. It's too much ego for one locker room. <laughs> That's the answer. Yep. As, yeah, it's just a lot of too much all-star. You hit the nail with the hammer right on the head, and, you it, you know, it was like trying to find a stud in the wall, and you found it first hit. Yeah. That's it. That's I think it. so. I think so. That is it. And I think Russell Westbrook is the wrong guy to bring in. <laughs> he carries a heavy ego. That is it. If he doesn't get the ball, he get his triple-double. It's, you know, pout fest for Westbrook, I always think. Oh, yeah, they're all pre-Badanas. Yeah, as, you know, it's LeBron. I think Anthony Davis is good. He's a good combo with LeBron. Um, they still got Rondo out there, I believe so. Um, but, yeah. They're all pre-Badanas. Yep, and I think Westbrook has been a, actually a negative addition, but they'll pick it up. I think they're going to pick it up, and they'll get close. Uh, well, let's see what Brooklyn does, though, because Brooklyn's, they're missing Irving, but that would be that's still a stack roster. Kyrie. Yeah, but that's still a stack roster. No, I had one question that I forgot to ask you real quick. Okay. On the Packers, let's go back to that as we got a minute 30 left. And it was the comments from um, Adams, just real quickly, just something fun, because he oh, said, told Odell, don't punch the wall. And then he said, why don't you go buy a Cooper Cup jersey to Odell? What do you think of those comments? So I did forget to mention that. I don't know. Odell struggles in Green Bay. What do I think of those comments? Yeah, like, because Odell made such a big deal in Cleveland, and now he's kind of biting the dust here, and Cooper Cup's getting more attention in uh, L.A. What What do you think? I don't know. I I think he's like the Russell Westbrook of the NFL. I think he brings a bad ego and just... Karma. Too, yeah. Too much of an ego. It's just, like, I don't know. He... I don't know. I still don't think he would have been a good addition at Green Bay. I think talent wise he would have, but he can't keep his he can't keep his mouth shut. Like he just I don't know. Good for Adams is all I have to say. I think yeah. that's awesome. Because he's he stuck with his part team. of him. He's stuck with his team and now it's paying off for Green Bay and Devontae Adams as a whole. Well, that will just about do it for the sports page. Chandler, it's been another fun week. Oh, it's been a hoot and oh. a holler.